start the whole thing over because I just I just hit record. We're just gonna freeform it. What's up, folks? It's your boy Lefty Channel VLR here with, with the two peeps. Uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves for a second, and then we're just gonna say real quick what we're listening to, and then go right into exactly what you were just talking about, Flip. Right? So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> uh, it's your boy Lefty. Um, I've been listening to something. I, I, I'm probably gonna bring it in towards the end. It's an oldie but goodie album. I'll talk about it later. Uh, go ahead. Yo, this your boy Flip, uh, aka Flip Boogie, Levi Organic, healthiest man on the planet. I've been listening to this artist called Samat or Samut. I don't know. I'm probably Samat. You right, Samat. S A M O H T. He got this song called Focus. That's amazing. It's particularly oh, the live version. Um, he got the song called Yonder that I love. Oh my God. This, and he's really melodic with it too. I think I, I like that. He's like a fresh new type of sound for R&B because I'm not used to his, his uh, yeah, you talk, You're talking about, I think I, I think it pronounces Sa- Samo. Um, I told you I was fudging it. Yeah, he's a... Uh, <laughs> Yo, Samo, reach out to me a lot. Tell us how to say your name right, man. I'm sorry. But Yo, he, his, dope, he, he's a nasty vocalist too. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, Kev, what you been listening to? Oh uh, man, really so child after our last conversation. Um new music though. I was listening to um Kevin Ross, of course. You know he's my favorite. He just put out a new single. Um uh, and um B Slade, you know B Slade, which was a great segue from what you're about to talk about, you know, came from the gospel um realm as Tone Next. Now he's dipping dapping in R and B and hip hop as B Slade. So he came out with two projects in the month um, of the year 2023. So I've been listening to those two projects. And basically, that's what I've been really like, summing it up and, you know, throwing some of my oldies in there, you know, some disco. Wait, wait, wait. So, so Tone is, is B Slade, same dude? Yes. No, like, you never heard B Slade? I've heard of his name, but I, like, I remember Tone. Yeah, so that's B Slade. That's B. Yeah, that's B Slade, and his music Dope. retarded. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and it's hip hop, eh? It's suspect, but when he decides to like really tap into that R and B genre, man, some of the stuff he's doing is retarded. Some of the stuff he, like, if you have to get a chance to Blue Kiss, um, man, I'm gonna see some stuff, bro. His his stuff is amazing. B Slade is dope and R and B too. Yeah, I'm gonna check him out. Yeah. Yo, if y'all don't mind, I want to jump right into this Grammys, uh, the nominees, the winners, in particular Beyonce, because I, I I got a I got a, a conspiracy theory I want to share with y'all, and it, it really goes back to one of our previous podcasts, Kev, where you were talking about how you know it's unfair that certain artists can just jump into this R and B category, and it not necessarily be an R and B record, but they actually win the uh, award and they're not R&B. So with that being said, Beyonce won best dance electronic album of the year um, to cap her uh, her uh, 32, making the record of most Grammys ever. Um, my right. theory is she intentionally made this album for that category. Hear me out before, I, before you say I'm bullshit. Check it. Like you know how LeBron James is going for the title, he's about to have the most points he passed Kareem and all that, and you know he was literally shooting fat. I feel like that was her. 
I feel like she was like, okay, there's a lot of RB hitters out there. I've been doing this for a while. They kind of know what to expect from me. What can I do different that can nail this award? Because there's a whole bunch of Grammys. Oh, and the best dance electronic album was introduced in 2005. So it's a fairly new category. So my theory is that she put it out on purpose because she knew the whole beehive was going to come support her in this category. Nine times out of ten, whoever's there was not going to beat Beyonce in this category. Wait, wait, let me, let me, let me, let me clarify this, for, you know, with, with the question. So are you implying that, that her album, the quality of her album doesn't warrant the, the nomination and the win? No, be- so it absolutely was a dance album. It absolutely was amazing. It absolutely deserved everything that it won. But in all fairness, remember our conversation with Kevin in the previous podcast, he felt like artists that dip into our genre and do this stuff that are not necessarily the artists, they win. So I felt like if, if, they, if, if they could do that, then clearly she's doing this. She dipped it to, like, isn't this her first dance electronic album? Maybe. So I, mean, uh, I, mean, I mean, I guess, I guess officially it is, but it's kind of unofficial. It's not listed as a as a as a dance album on on apple um and let me just check you know check that before so real quick Flip, with that being said how do you feel that he won best r&b album for the um american academy um the american music awards for the grammys he's a, like i'm electronica it's like make it make sense let's be coherent with it you know what i mean because like you're taking away a lot of artists who may not get an opportunity like that again best album being nominated and Beyonce just jumps I mean, in, and now she got one for R&B, she got one for dance, like I'm the Tronica. Yeah, that's that's it, kind of my point. She brings the whole. It's listed as. I'm just wanted to say it's listed as pop on on Apple Music. But you know these album. albums they submitted the way they submitted, and other award shows may not have as many subcategories. So like, there's another category. Um, since you looking stuff up. Um, lefty, you could probably tell me what category it is. There's another category, an R&B, that a group called Moonshot was nominated for. And I was shocked because they're a phenomenal group and they do like R&B, kind of like Neo Soul. And they, they was nominated for their R&B album, Starfruit, that had Layla Hathaway on it and a few other artists. And it's another R&B category. I don't know what kind of music per se that is, but they're like that Neo Soul vibe r&b group you know what i'm saying so i was surprised to see another r&b category besides just straight r&b do you see it yeah i'm I, I can i can i can look into it um i'm looking at the grammys website i'm not really seeing an, an actual categorization of if you just look up moonshot star food they should show what, what they got nominated for and i'll show you the um the the um category but it was the album that got nominated, but it's a different R&B category. So that's another way to get a quick little door in on a Grammy. Because you know you got to submit your album, right? You're not picked. Yeah, you submit yeah. your album, and then they pick and choose if they feel it's Grammy-worthy to be in the runnings. So, like, everybody submit their albums, people listen to it, and then you get letters say, hey, you're in the top 10, you're in the top 5, I'm in the top 5, until you get down to the nominees. Yeah, um, no, she that's... she won for she won for the best dance electronic music album. Like people saying, um, not right. listed as R and B, um, but yeah, I mean the album on Apple is listed as a pop album. 
Yeah, so there's a categorization problem, um, that, you know, that we're noticing major inconsistencies there. Um, and, and it's interesting what you're saying, Flip, about the, um, you know, the conspiracy theory. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if there's a marketing push behind these things, you know, like, like the beehive is just the fan side of it. But like Beyonce employs a major, major backing of like, you know, marketers and promoters and strategists, you know. So I'm pretty sure there was some sort of strategy behind this that was, that was uh, you know, like the, the attempt was there from the beginning. Absolutely. And, and I'm saying, and you know that, you know, Beyonce is heavily favored in certain communities. And she let that be known when she accepted that award. So, I mean, look at the, um, look at the, uh, I've never heard of the other contestants, but Bonobo's Fragments, Diplo's Self Titled LP, uh, Odessa's The Last Goodbye, Rufus, Do Soul Surrender. I've never heard of these artists, but I'm pretty sure, like the community that supports that music, mm-hmm. that's they heavy hitters, right? But they had no chance against Beyonce. Yeah, that that was probably their way to get in. You know, like I said, certain artists find a way to get in. Like she probably felt that her album was stronger suited in that category. You know, so she went in that weight class. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I probably got a better chance of winning Best Dance album and get a quick Grammy than I do getting a Grammy with R and B. You know, so if you fit both categories, you can do that too. But to piggyback what you were saying earlier about she could jump into jazz, you know, the jazz album. I don't know. Speaking of jazz album, um, your girl, um, Jasmine Sullivan just came out and said she's thinking about doing a, a jazz album. And I think, oh yeah, I, that's going to be. Yeah, she said that her mom always wanted her to do a jazz album. So she's thinking about doing a jazz album. And the crazy thing is, if you don't know, there's a new jazz singer on the scene named Samara Joe. She's 23 from Castle Hill, the Bronx. She just won Best New Artist in the jazz category, and she won Best New um um Best Jazz Album. Um, Samara Joe, 23 years old, and this woman vocally is one of the greatest singers you want to hear today, right now, live and on and on and on recording. And if you got a chance to check the Grammys out, she actually performed on the Grammys, and she is amazing. I've heard of, I found out about her like last year, November. And man, listen, you put a glass of wine and uh, next to a fireplace, you think you're listening to Billie Holiday or something? She's incredible. She's incredible. Yeah, you you can tell she's heavily inspired by those, and she delivers performances like like really, really beautifully. And her performance on the Grammys was, was very beautiful. And a little bit of my my, my little inner, you know, Bronx geek, because I'm born and raised Bronx, was happy. You know, like, oh, we, we got a, a Bronx native there. Um, yes, yeah, so I was really happy to, to, to hear that. I wanted to clarify something real quick, because I know that some listeners may not be aware. So, like, you know, Flip, you were saying that we were talking about this in the last episode. I don't think um, a lot of the uh, original um, and any other members that are listening now um, were able to hear that because I was able to, like I put it up on YouTube and then I had to take it down. It wasn't, it wasn't a performing well, um, not performing as in like views, but just performing as in like it was you know stuttering and stuff. So I just, I took it down. It was a bad edit admittedly on my end. So some of the stuff that we're talking about is new to you folks. Thank you for, for, for tuning in and please continue. Yo, since Kev, since you brought it up, the performances, what was your favorite performance? First, if you had the Maverick Joe. By far, she was the best performance. She, I think she had the best, um, best um, vocal performance. And I think a lot of people didn't know who she was until that night. 
And I feel like he's going to be, I feel like he's going to single, single-handedly bring back jazz into like the R&B world and the vocal world. Because, you know, we the vocal line. We're not the R&B line. We're the vocal line. We're about vocals. And I feel like vocally what she does, bro, he's going to bring a lot of people um, into the jazz world and vice versa because she's young, she's attractive, she's and she's talented, bro. So you're going to hear her name on a lot of different hip-hop tracks. I feel like some R&B tracks because she's that good. So by far, she's I was the most impressed with her. And just to say this real fast, the other category I was talking about is the R&B progressive. There's an R&B progressive category. That's an album category. It's the best R&B progressive album. I don't know what R&B progressive is. Uh, uh, yeah, because Moonshot was nominated for R&B progressive album. You can find out when that came into play. I was like, R&B progressive, yeah. And I've been listening to Moonshot for the last three, four years. And nigga, I didn't realize it was nominated for R&B progressive album. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fully aware of what that is. You know, they, they, like everything is a constant evolution, and they always come up with different terms and stuff like that. And I welcome it all. Uh, but I, I'd be lying if I say like I have a full, a full understanding of what an R&B progressive is, other than something that's that's uh, evolving or mixing maybe two or three new genres. Okay, so my, my like favorite Grammys have renamed its best urban contemporary album category to best progressive. Uh, R&B album, so they just renamed one. So that that used to be the best urban contemporary album category. Mm. And they renamed okay, it. okay, okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. I see. Yep. We're also informative. Yeah, uh, uh, Kev, you were saying that your, your favorite um, performance was was um, Samara Joe. Yours? What was yours, like? Uh, to be honest with you, that that. Uh, that uh, Quavo tribute for for Takeoff, uh-huh. which had like you know um, they were bigging up a lot of people who, who had passed throughout the year, right? And it just happened to be leading with and ending with uh, the tribute, you know, for for Takeoff. That whole um, performance was beautiful. Everyone involved there was beautiful. And then I was mad hyped for the hip hop um, fifty year hip hop performance, you know, giving uh, props to. Hip hop's fiftieth anniversary. I was super shocked they represented that like that. I did not see that coming nowhere. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, if you thought I was yeah, watching Leeds Awards for a second. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, it was it was man hype. I love I love that. I, my favorite one was Sam Smith. You know, it, it was a little red for me, but I. I I love that dude's voice, man. He he. I, I actually I really it. like that song too. Unholy. Yeah, yeah, he's a phen- he's a phenomenal vocalist, man. Sam Smith is phenomenal, man. He's so clean. You you hear him. You understand what he's saying. He's not muffled. He's not relying just on melody. He's he articulate his words well. He's good. Yeah, he he's he's that he's that dude um, that that I was mentioning. Flip, um, you know, off the air, we were talking about like you know distinctive voices and and how um, flips, you know. The, a lot of you listeners out there never really heard Flip. Flip's uh, voice is very distinctive, and it's 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 same. It's the same kind of uh, distinctive voice that I would say John Legend has, and also Sam Smith. Like these guys, like when they sing, you can have your eyes closed, and you just it doesn't matter if you've never heard this song before, like in your life. The minute you hear the voices, you can easily identify. Like there's something really special about this person's voice, and if you don't know them already, you're always gonna remember it. And if you do know them, you're always gonna be able to identify it the minute you hear it. 
And um, yeah, Sam Smith is just definitely one of them dudes, man. His voice is beautiful. All right, folks. So uh, we're going to go into into this next segment. But what we're going to do is, we, since we're recording and likely going to be uploading this around the Valentine's uh, holiday uh, time frame, we want to uh, you know take this moment to to talk about what we think are some of the the best duets that that we recall, uh, or you know some of our favorites. Um, so we'll see where the conversation goes. But let's talk about this, guys. What, what do you, what do y'all think is some of your favorite duets? Now, now, I'm going to throw some rules into it. It's got to be a duet that's uh, about love, about staying together, you know, or about getting together. Um, it, it cannot be a song that's about um, breaking up. There's duets that are, the topic is about breaking up. You just, so shut, my, you just shut my duet down. I want you to know that. Uh, I'm I gonna did? Say, <laughs> I'm going to say anyway. All right, all right. So then, so then wait, so... <laughs> So then, what, so then, what we'll do is, if you can remember a, a loved one, cool, and then we could we could bring in, all right, like then the next one after that will be like, a, let's talk about some duets that are about breaking. Up. So let's let's do the first one about about love, getting together or staying together. I got one. Um, uh, nothing even matters. Lauren Hill and D'Angelo, classic. Old, but goodie. Top that, Kev. Top that. <laughs> well, I mean, I got I got a bunch, you know. I just go off the top of my head that I really like, and it's current. I know y'all guys never heard of it. It's um Moonchild and Gerard Lawson Radio. Two guys? No, Moonchild and a singer named Gerard Lawson, and it's a song called Radio. It's a, a radio? it's a dope, dope joke record pretty much is talking about like he want to be your radio like want to be like that background in your life like he don't want to be no problems he don't want to be no static he just want to kind of be like like the soundtrack of your life this is dope wait so he's just trying to be a side piece or he's trying to like marry i haven't heard it so nah pretty much is like he don't want to be a distraction you know what i'm saying so you listen to the song he both of them they were pretty much talking about like um, I don't like I, you. Don't have to give me much. You know what I'm saying. You don't have to give me. You don't, you don't have to break your neck to try to please me. You know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna pretty much be your biggest cheerleader. I'm gonna be playing the backfield, being your, being your support system, like your radio, like the sound. I'll be like the soundtrack to your life. You feel me? You gotta check the song out to really get the gist of it. But if you look at some of the words, like let me see if I can find it. I can find some lyrics of the word because the words is self-explanatory. When you um hear um be my radio, Lawson. I think you just lost this round, by the way. Well, if you that's better than nothing even matters, Lauren Hill, D'Angelo. Bro, uh, it's a different gro- It's a it's, um, it's a different groove, but Not, right now it don't it don't have to be better. It don't have to be better than anybody. It's just, it's just like your your personal like favorites. Oh, okay, okay, my bad, my bad. Let me uh, put it back in the chamber. <laughs> so, so pretty ready to uh, to, to pull out the, the gun. No, I'm not the only one that do R&B battles with other artists and songs. <laughs> so of course, bro. I mean, if you want to go battle toe for toe, you went long right here. I can give you some duets. It's too late. You already lost that round. That's right. <laughs> I this is a battle. Who got the the endless R&B duet now? Come on now. You was about to bring out RL and uh, Devagak. 
Nah, man. You know that, that, why are you messing me up, man? That's one of mine. That was what you were going to say? I got, I got a couple of them, but that's one okay, of mine. Yeah, that's on my tell list. Yeah, well, that, that right there. That, um, that we can't be friends. No, no, no. no. One that, of the be- that joint right there. One of the best mm-hmm. duets ever is Teddy Pendergrass and Stephanie Mills fill, fill the fire. Oh, come on now, man. That's what you should have left with. <laughs> yeah, bro. But th- I mean, because I said I'm going to give something a little current for my listeners so they can hear a duet. I said, wow, I never heard that before. Anybody heard it roaring? How about an artist you never heard before in a dope duet? Like, wow, I, n- I never heard of Moonchild or Gerard Lawson. And it's a dope like I thought you were gonna come out with your um your your Gene Noble song. Yeah, yeah, Gene Noble featuring uh Keisha. Yeah, Pino. you should have led with. I was that, gonna leave with that one. Jeff, too. But Lefty did a uh uh he threw a curveball <laughs> and he said that song ain't about love. That song about fuck. That song about fuck no. love. Y'all gotta hear I mean, that. We 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 could talk about that in a couple of minutes, but yeah, yeah, my bad. I didn't what I else you got left. Um no, but that I mean, we can't be friends. We can't. We can't just go over that. That song is dope. Like, I, I, I love. I love it because it's like it's like acknowledging, like, yo, we got a connection. Like, even if we try to ignore it, like destiny, like some some intertwined energy behind the scenes is pulling us together. There's no way we're gonna be able to be friends. Like, I love that. I love that. And lyrically, it's just like it ain't fair, man. Like, how is it that you close to my mom? My mom won't let me like like forget you. He's on the same thing. Like I just love how they deliver that song, like emotionally, uh, lyrically. Whoever wrote it, um, like I'm not really on top of who writes some of these songs, but I'm but I pay attention to lyrics, and that song is is to me a classic, like like hands down. The next one is "Music Soul Child" and Mary J. Blige. If you if you leave, if you leave. They would have done a record together. What? I never would have thought they would have done a record together. Like when I when it came out, I thought it was fire, but I it was just real. I just felt like two totally different styles, two totally different artists. I would have never like thought I would see them together. But now that I think about it, Mary J. Blige, she's She's epic. Like she, she pairs up with a lot of people. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But it, it definitely yeah. caught off guard when they she's always she's always had had mad love. But I could see like style wise, you would never think that they would come together. And you know what's interesting about that song is like they both deliver. Like the song is just freaking brilliant, right? But what I love about it is like the music video, which is dope because back in them days, music videos like was a big deal, right? It was almost like watching the movie that continued the story or confirmed whatever story the song is talking about. Right, so that song is really just two different perspectives, um, a guy's perspective and a woman's perspective, and they have their own individual relationships. But the topic that they're dealing with is the same topic, which speaks to the human connection of like you know, like I, I got a love situation, you got a love situation. They're not connected to each other, but they're connected in the sense that they're dealing with the same issue. You know, like they're talking about like you know, it, it, this 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 love that we got. You know, and if if you leave, you know, like, like, it, it's just, yo, it's just a really deeply emotional song, and they deliver it really well. Um, and then I love the video because it confirms that that we're all the same, but we're different. You, we're talking about two different situations, two different relationships. I mean, two different relationships, basically the same situation. That I think we 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 should stay together, but if we separate, 
like you know it's just over which kind of speaks against what i was saying that i didn't want to talk about songs right now about breakups but i think if you leave is essentially a breakup song listen listen this the more you guys listen to us the more you're gonna see that lefty booyakasha nana is gonna always go deeper to these songs talking about the message talking about the feeling talking about what it does that's he's gonna do it all day this is our he's our our, our um our heart animal and and you guys are gonna see that throughout this podcast but left real quick i wanted to say how you just made me think of our, what we should talk about in our um not not our next but maybe our future podcast uh videos and the part they used to play in music and how like impactful and huge they were how they made such a big difference for the song like yeah. i think we, we need to talk about that you have my brain going in so many different places yeah 100 percent. i mean it was, it was it was like watching a movie you know but I that, that was a different time where they had 10 million dollars for like marketing budgets and stuff like they don't do stuff like that no more yeah and i'm pretty sure Kelly I mean, was able to break back mean, business music sales is different man i mean it was able to pay a hundred dollars for a music video and pay teddy riley 50 grand for a track those days is over but another duet that I want to throw up there to an honorable mention since we talk about love duets is Tamia and Eric Benet spend my life. Ooh. That was a classic. That's a good one. That's a good one, Kev. That's a good one, Kev. Damn. Yeah, we going yeah. in the crates. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, damn, I'm thinking about... I, I mean, I don't want to drop like all-time greatest, but like I think this is gonna be my all-time greatest can y'all think about an all-time greatest if i said like okay give me a top five and you've already said like two right so let's say three your next three what would they be third one being the last and then the top one the number one is going to be your number one what would you say definitely got to go with that ain't no mind high enough with marvin gay and tammy yo they had a whole album of joints yeah that whole album was just fire. What, 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 what about you, Kev? He sound, he sound like he's holding his nose when he sing. Can you sweat? Yes. <laughs> what would you say? Would you say that like, like, you talking like, about make it last forever? No, no, no. And who can love you like me? Nobody. Who can take you like me? Nobody. Yeah. Who can love you all night? <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh that's a that's a that's a hot one. That would be like a, a number three. So Yo. you got your number three. Give give me a number two. Oh, friend of mine, Kelly Price, R. Kelly, and Ronald Osley. Ooh. It was a friend of mine. Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, but that's that's that song's about cheating. Oh, we 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 not out on the love category yet. God damn it! No, no, not yet, not yet. All right, hold on. That song's about cheating. That's a dope song. Though. Oh, actually. Probably one of the, I don't know how we forgot this, but probably one of the biggest ones of all was One Sweet Day, Mariah Carey featuring Boys the Men. Ooh. But that song, no, that song, that's not, that's not a duet about love. That's about like people dying. 
You know, I never knew that. <laughs> how about how about <laughs> how about Wanye Morris Kev, Kev, hold and on. Brandy broken hearted? Oh, oh, damn it, Kev, you took it right out. That was my number two. <laughs> that, that goes on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I, for me it that, does. What? What? You know what? That goes on the R and B nerds. Bro. When Wanye said, "But as soon as I close my eyes, I was singing true love goodbye." What? That was the riff of all riff that. Goodbye. Everybody did that riff. Now, you could tell that, like, the arrangements in there and the notes they were hitting, it was a lot of lot of talent in that riff. Yeah. Listen, quietly, I feel like Wanye taught Brandy how to riff. Oh, I'm pretty sure you inspired her. They were dating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I felt like, because after they, after that broken hearted, Never say never and full moon she was starting to go berserk. Yes, yes. I I mean I, I agree. That's that's the thing about energies, right? Like like you be around people that are just nasty, they they're just naturally gonna bring the best out. Right. That's why like that's how when I met all y'all, it was like like, yeah, I need I need to step my game up because these these folks is crazy. You should see um, Brian McKnight when he get with boys the men, they go ham. <laughs> I've seen so oh. many videos, it was just like uh, riff af- acrobatics. They weren't even singing songs. Yeah. They were just riffing. Yo, um, Kev, so you, you you dropped out of the car real quick. You know, I'm good now. I'm not going. I'm good now. Yeah, yeah. I had to fix my Wi-Fi. I kept dropping. I had to see what was going on. Okay, my number one. My number one is gonna date me, but I don't care. It's the to me, it's the greatest love duet song ever created. None of y'all's is top of me. It's it's Lionel Richie and Diana Ross, Endless Love. All right, cool. Okay. I go. <laughs> I, could top, I could top that. Yeah. Well, it's yours. I could top that. <laughs> I could top that. Um, we can go. Um, now, question before I go. Can the duet be a group? Um, I mean, his only rule right now is that it's gotta be a love song, but that's it. Um, if if you want to do groups, that's I, I could come up with no, 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 because, no, no, because I was going to say one of the songs I'll bring is um, Salomar going to make this a night to remember with Howie Hewitt and Jody Watley. That's one of the greatest duets ever, and um, Atlantic Star Secret Lover. And slow jam, and slow jam. I used to think about slow jams. That was Babyface first placement, by the way. Um, um, Mount Rushmore. Um, one I put up there is Teddy Pendergrass, Stephanie Mill, Feel the Fire. Um, Roberta Flack, Donny Hathaway. Um, Where's the love? Um. But that, but they, but they sound like they're breaking up. Oh, I think I think we just need to go to. We need to do the duets now. That break so, Oh, well, well, okay. Oh, we do, before we, oh, we do, break the, we doing the top four duets or top four love song duets. Love song. Duets. All right, that was the original. So, so I, yeah. all right, so duets. top four love songs duets that I could think of is, like I said, Tamia, Eric Benet, Spend the Night, um. 
in no particular order. Teddy Pendergrass and Stephanie Mills fill the fire. Um, one that was missed, Rick James and Tina Marie, Fire and Desire. So we got to me, we got to me and Babyface, right? I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, to, to, to me and Agbene spend the night. We got Teddy Pendergrass and Stephanie Mill fill the fire. One that we both missed is Rick James and Tina Marie, um, Fire and Desire. Yeah, that was a good one. And you're doing your top um, four, not all of them. Oh well, I thought one that I person my personal favorite is Devin Morrison and, and um Joyce Rice with with you. That's that's another good one. Yeah, yeah, Kev. So I was telling Flip like so. I don't know if this would be a good one because I think every R and B song is basically about loving somebody else for the most part, you know. Um, but I was gonna say like you know a song that I'm really dedicated to to like loving the other person like a song of, about a guy talking about i love you to a girl or or vice versa woman singing to a guy like is it are, are, can you guys think about anything like like that i can think about two which one i can think about two well god's a guy singing yeah, to a woman or vice versa a, a woman singing singing to a guy but it's just like like i effing love you like oh yeah, I could think yeah, of a few like, of them. I'll give you an example. For me, like my fa- one of my favorite songs for a, a woman singing to a man like I freaking love you is um, Destiny's Child, um, uh, Dangerously in Love. Well, that's Beyonce. That's Beyonce is not, not Destiny's Child? Okay, I'm screwing up. No. My bad, but that's all. That song, the way she sings that and the lyrics and stuff, they just is is it's like I I freaking love you, I, I love you. So like that is is uh would be mine for like women singing to men, and therefore men singing to women. There's just so many, but I would probably say um, I could probably give a top five for the men loving a woman. My number one would probably be Donny Hathaway, a song for you. Mm. That song, like, song, I've heard it a million times, bro. But like, uh, there was a, there was a time where like there was a time and place in my life where I I uh, I felt that song on a different level. It just hit different, and it, it, it had your boy balling. Like, and I understood it on a different level. That song is like that. That's like a, I love you, like beyond this life, eternal shit. I mean, I could one up that one. And What's he up? was it's it's a I love you, but I'm also hurt, but I love you. Uh Lenny Thank Williams. You. <laughs> I'm about to go there with it. No, you, you heard it in his voice. You heard it. I love you. What's the name of the song? Cause I love you. Because I love Because I love you. Lenny Williams. Because I love you. Started. <laughs> started. That's that's my karaoke go to, by the way. Ah, uh, uh, facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> fun fact. Live karaoke go to is Lenny Williams. Don't act like we all got go tos on karaoke, man. Come on now. 
I'm pretty sure Asjad is in there somewhere yeah. with you, Kev. No, funny thing, my go-to karaoke song, which is a great song too, is Major Harris. Um, what's name? Um, need to have you next to me in more ways than one. Never refuse to leave. I'm love won't make what love won't let me wait. Major Harris, love won't. It's like all right, let everybody, let's wait. get back in the bus. Let's I get back in the bus. <laughs> no. I, no, but I lost my train of thought for a minute. But um, female song right now is Mooney Long, Hours and Hours. That's a good one. He, listen, when I heard that song, man, I like, God damn. Yes. She, she, she spawned. Uh, 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 she, she spawned. I, I think she inspired so many up-and-coming singers right now with people who just didn't even read it know that they wanted to sing after that song came out they just started making tiktok videos like that song just blew up dope song that's that that's a that's a really good choice yeah i got i got an old one yeah. um so there's so many from this group but um i'll sing the verse and see if y'all remember it and i thought because we, we should do that um oh right before you go there lefty the male song i would pick that he saw he really loved a woman is baby face as soon as I get home from work. Okay, okay. He was, he was paying her rent. He was cooking her dinner. He was giving good love. He was doing everything in that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about day and night? That that song. Um, there's there's um two occasions. Well, that's the deal. That's a group. Yeah, 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 yeah. On two occasions. Now you gonna go group? You. That's the. And I'll go for broke if I could be with you. What's up? The song that, that only you can This this song that I'm about to sing, um, I don't know if y'all y'all gonna remember. It's a uh, I'll give you a hint. It's a remake, right? Lately, babe, I've been thinking how good it was when you were here yeah i know what you're saying yeah. well and other people were saying it's the wine that i've been drinking yeah. who's that the love we had stayed on my mind the love we had stayed oh, on my the original right, who's singing who's singing well drew well you singing right. drew hill yes. version yes yes now i don't remember the original who's the original kev i can count on you the delves the Dells. Google it. See if I'm right. I'm doing top of my head. The Dells. The love we had. Yeah. The Dells. The Dells. My you man. I, I heard the five heartbeats were based off of their story. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. It was. Funny thing is, fun fact, the five heartbeats was supposed to, and supposed to be the Temptations, but when, um, Robert Thompson got a chance to meet with with the lead singer from the Dells. That's he spot their story was inspired the five heart be like the part with the cover where like remember I had the cover and he had like it was white people on the cover and he had like they didn't want to put a black face because it sells more. That's what happened to the Dells back in the day because they started the doo wop group. Like that song, oh what a night. Oh what a nice the Dells. Oh doo wop. Then he, then he came into the more to stay, stay in my corner. You know what I'm saying? That was the shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, but the way the way Drew Hill did that that remake, like the way Cisco, even the lyrics, like this is old lyrics, man. But like, it it ain't the wine that I've been drinking. Like he's saying, like, yo, I'm not drunk. Like, like I'm sitting here thinking about how you know the love that we had, and it ain't the wine. <laughs> like I'm not drunk. I'm I'm freaking head over heels in love with you. Yeah, and then um the way the way uh Cisco comes in with, with that that really hard emotional raspy you know like, like mid and end of the song is dope. I got a question. You just you just pop, got something pop in my head. Who you feel you sung it better? Cisco, Love Train, or or um or well, actually Drew Hill Love Train or Silk Sonic Love Train. Mm. You, know what? you got Jazzy against Anderson Pack, and you got Bruno Mars against Cisco. Yeah, Drew got that. Yeah, I got Drew. <laughs> and that's still not against uh, Anderson, but Drew got that. Listen, bro. I think if you get Bruno a different, I'm not mad at. I might go a different way, but. Yeah, I'm not mad at the Drew Hill for the win, but Bruno Mars killed his part, bro. Bruno's a beast. He killed that part. He's a monster, bro. He killed that part, B. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I would go even far to say if Bruno did that song by himself, it'd still be close. Yeah, yeah. Beast. Yeah. Bruno ain't no slouch. But, but yeah. don't, don't sleep on Anderson. Don't sleep on Anderson, though. Anderson is nice, B. He's. He 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 Would knows what he does well. He stays in the pocket. Yes, nice. yes, nice. absolutely. And he has a nice yeah, tone, yeah. bro. His rasp, and he's a baritone. Ooh, he's a baritone. He's he's you know, he's when I, when I'm, I'm really, I'm really beat. glad he, he he moved into like that mixed like you know hip hop R and B space. I feel like I I would just say he's he's one of my favorite baritone singers Ooh. out right now, and the reason why. Anderson Pack by He's far. A He's a baritone, bro. I did not know that. What makes him so dope too is that unlike all the other baritones that we name, a lot of singers, period, he don't rely on on riffs. He articulates well. He pronounces. Yes. I'm saying he just he, he got a nice rasp. You understand what he's saying. He's bringing emotion. You know, everybody want to sound like the boy you, you mentioned earlier, Samad. He's good, but I never now, understand now, what he's saying. Hold on now, Kevin. Now, listen, for the world that don't know, Kevin is a baritone, and we're going to fact check whether or not Anderson is, because I just feel like Kevin is just putting him on his team. <laughs> You're a baritone, and now you just <laughs> no, listen, to be a baritone. We're going to fact check that. I don't know he's if that's drafted. He, and leave, leave he's Samad drafted. He's drafted. Oh, Samad. He's a baritone, too. The you just everybody. Cut it out, five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of them are, are ten. Third ten. Nah. If I can sing you, you're a baritone. That's how I, that's how I categorize it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you could you could you could do uh tenor here and there. Um okay, I, I think you could easily do tenor. Yeah. Now, 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 you, you could put baritone I can't in now here. with <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go to world? Right, get the world, yeah, world a little but... something. Get the world a little something. A little something. 
Yo, do, do, do the part when do the part when they're at the the when they get stopped by the police. And he said it real slow. Oh. I got nothing but love for you, baby. I got nothing but love for you, baby. I've got nothing but love for you, baby. You just wanted me to do the harmony, right? He was the choir boy, but we need to do a segment on that too. The best vocalist for their range. Like first tenor, baritone, second down. tenor, bass. Range. We gotta get back what, in the plus too. <laughs> what, 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 what do we do about artists that are just like in a different stratosphere <laughs> of their own? That's called the like super who? Saiyan, that's called a super saiyan stratosphere. Yeah, like 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 the 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 mini what what's her name the the the, the chick that was hitting the high whistle tones before Mariah ever did. She's in a stratosphere like. She's in a different planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or, or even like tennis. Um, um, Tail. Tail's range is ridiculous. But Tail's a first tenor. He's the first tenor, but his his range is like like. That's one of Drew Hill's newest uh, uh, R and B members. He's not new, new, but he's like you know new to the world. But then, if you had a, but if you had to take a pick, if you had three artists, you had. Matter of fact, I'll give you four. You had Teo, you had Stokely, you had Deron, and you had B Slade, who you in, take in, 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 their, in their prime? In their prime, all of them? Yeah, like you like you had to put a group together and all four of them showed up. You have one spot for for that I'm, first time. Who? Kevin Lemons. Huh? I mean, but you know what the, for what they do. Like Kevon is just a straight. All right, cool. So you got Kevon Edmund. All right, you got Kevon Edmund. You got Jesse Powell. You got El Debarge. Yo, I, I would go as far as to say that harmony would break glass. Yes, bro. Jesse Powell, Kevon Edmund, El Debarge. Yo, just Jesse's power song. Saying. You that know he hits in, in the song you. I never even tried to hit the note. One time I tried and I caught a cramp in my throat for two weeks. I, I, I'm not even trying to hit that note. It was it was sick. But even with those, like the the the, the, the names you said before, Kev, I'm still gonna go, I'm still gonna go with Taylor. Yeah. But only because only because I've heard songs that he did back in the day when he's a single flip. That that was like him hitting notes and belting from like his his feet, like he's just belting all the way up there. It's like nah, nobody, nobody touching this dude. I, only person I think that could come close to him would be Stokely. Cause Stokely got that range too. So do the Ron? Yeah, yeah. Ron got that yeah. range too. Yeah, but I don't know if the Ron's is as and powerful what... as uh, Tails. I, I, you know, Probably I hear a not. lot of Stokely when taught I hear it. I hear a lot of studio stuff going on when I hear Deron. Is he is he giving it to you like that on the stage, Belton? I don't know. I don't know. I know yeah, Tail yeah. does. You no, know, I know. I know Tail does. I'm there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So folks, um, Tail Tail used to sing with, with Flip back in the day. Um, um, his real name is Antoine. They got a song. Yo, maybe how you know I'll, maybe, out there like that? May, maybe maybe I'll, I'll I'll play a clip one day. <laughs> but there's a song called Sophie Rain. 
and he hits this note towards the end of that song, then I'm like, this dude right here. And then like he did it live, right? One time when y'all was singing, singing at a label, like he did that one note like live, no effects, no nothing. Like it he, he came from like a like a like it's, it's it felt like his voice was coming from his his previous life. <laughs> his previous, his previous yeah, like, life. It was coming from the soul of his previous life. Like that's I was like, yo, man, like that was crazy. You know who else don't get enough props though? Low G. Oh, yeah. You know it's funny when you told me that um one, one singer you said you listened to that inspire you to like I'm gonna go sing. I, I thought about him when you said Juan Yeah, I was like I hear Little G for you all the time. I'm surprised you didn't like embody Little G because he just like. You gotta right remember when you're younger, you but... you're just a victim of what your parents had. So they had um <laughs> they had Boys the Men. I was lucky to get Boys the Men. They had Joe to see. So I was I was um JoJo all day. I was trying to be JoJo. I was trying to be uh Juan Ye. Only thing right. is it's, it's kind of right. a, a, a um a crutch because you playing the music so loud you think you're doing what they doing and then when it cut off you're not. So that 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 Juan Ye and them riffs, man, it was it was like waiting. It was difficult. And one thing about Little Yee that made him so special was that he didn't rely on rap that much. He he had, a, he had a lot of um, syncopation in his vocals and power. He didn't riff a lot, but he just came with a lot of emotion, raw emotion. And um, I forgot the other the other lead singer in the group name. He had an un- underrated falsetto like a mother, bro. He arguably top um, and Silk, the lead singer who had the falsetto. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, it was retarded, bro. Yeah, so we him, man, Silk Man. Listen. Yeah, yeah. Hopeless. Yeah, bro. They're an underrated group, period. They were the underrated period. group. Yeah. Dumb, shy. Shy. condition. You think, you think. Yeah, shy was underrated. I, I don't, I think that they had a unique sound, but they only had like maybe three songs that were just like, okay, like, yeah, I love these songs. But I, I and I and I loved and I grew up on singing a lot of shy, especially that you know if I ever fall in love. But I never saw them as like, I, I like on the same level of like boys to men, Jodeci or so. You know what? But quality was better than boys to men. But they probably have the most impact. Wait, 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 wait! You said that they were better than boys to men. Yeah, they were. If you ever get a chance to listen to us, just listen to a shy live album. Yo, is there anybody nice. to kick him off this feed? Yo. <laughs> Look, all respect. I had all the, uh, the tapes. I like I I I I'm obsessed over their music. But they they just they don't But I'ma tell you why. I'm gonna t- listen, you know I'm gonna back it up. I'm gonna tell you why. Because unlike boys and men, they have four legit lead singers. And they were doing the same harmonies boys and men were doing. Garfield was that X factor, but wait, they bro. Had, they had classical harmonies and all that, like like voice to men did. Bro, you listen to their live album. They were they, first of all, they was that they was majoring in music at, 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 at I think Howard University. That's how they met in college, singing. They were dope. They were underrated, bro. And Garfield was the bass singer, and he was the baritone. I never yes, wanted. 
anything as much as I want you with me. You were the one who said. Mike, Mike and his Mike wish he could do that. No, they Mike are Wade. an amazing group. I will vouch for them, but they just don't have what it takes to to go against boys to men, man. The 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 complexity, the complex harmonies, the the vocal yeah. range, the creativity with the riffing. Yeah. I, they were good. They were good. Absolutely. I'm not taking any of that away from them. But comparing them to Boys to Men, I think there's a difference in No, no. I, I would go as far as to say they got the most memorable record of all time. Oh, yeah. If I yeah absolutely. Up, I, that, I, that's I think more memorable. You, you put that against any song, I think that would be more memorable than any other R&B record you ever heard in your life. Yo, there's there's a there's a shade nah, there's a shade bro, there's a bugging. clip somewhere uh, where where Wanye taking a, a shade shot at, at, at Shy. He was saying that they used to get angry because they used to always say that. Uh, and if I fall in love was boys to men, and they was like, "Nah, we didn't sing that song." And he, and he threw a shade at them like, well, you know, they ain't, they ain't nobody talking about them anymore. You know, like they they still you know like that's the only song, but the boys to men is on a different. But it was the big. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Quality. The only reason that we even give it, quality. The reason why we giving boys and men not is because of their longevity as far as hits and Juan Ye. Juan Ye is a beast. Yes. No one, listen. No one in shot can touch Juan Ye. Let's be honest. But, but, I, but I say no one. No one was touching Garfield. What comes to the base and um um I felt like what's thing was 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 a a liability. A lot of people don't realize that. Nate did a lot of the, a lot of the bass parts for Boys to Men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, Mike. Nate was doing a lot of bass parts. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, Mike was good, but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Turning, I'm saying turning the heads. Like Shaw had four legit singers. Now we want to talk about like just pure like hits and everything. Yeah, of course it's Boys to Men, no question. But we want to talk about straight vocal ability. Like let's go toe for toe vocally. I might give that okay, extra shot, bro. Okay, bro. Kev, 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 Kev. Another rabbit hole. How do we get I'm just kind of like my brain's popping. Catching aneurysm. But like you said, you said that shy, that shy vocally, vocal skills, right? Not talking about hits. We already know boys make got hits. Vocal skills. You're saying that shy is better than Wanye Morris, Nate Morris, and well, I mean, we know Mike Mike McCary, but Sean Stockman too. Like, but this is what it is. If you want to go harmony, they were as tight as Boys to Men harmony wise. They were. They were as tight. You want to talk about vocally lead? I might give the ace to Boys to Men strictly because of Wanye. Yeah. I mean, Sean and Nate. I mean, Nate is good, but. I felt like there's one or two people in shot I can touch Nate. Sean is good and Juan Ye is just up in his class by himself. Now we want to say as far as four legitimate lead singers, you gotta give it to Shy. You know what I'm saying? So so it's like they they like boys of men not blowing out the water. Like if you say boys of men is a better group, I'm not gonna like, blasphemy. That's because it's blasphemy to say Shy's better, but I feel like vocally. They, they can hold their own with boys and men, and they arguably probably got the slight edge. I, I think them. in terms of like harmony is the only group that can that can touch boys and men, and in some cases beat them, would be uh, as yet, and and it would be um, Silk. I think Silk Silk could 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 do it, but definitely as yet. 
when you get a chance, listen to Shy Live album and listen to the Baby I'm Your acapella. When golf we go doom, and they come with the harmony. Listen to that and then talk, come back to me and let me know what you I'm think. I'm going to tell you that that Boys to Men's uh, Silent Night is eating that. No problem. Or yesterday. Yeah, yesterday the hands are a little tired. Drop a bomb. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from it, Kev. Like I'm telling you, I burned that tape. I burned that tape back in the day. So like I'm, I'm dead with you in terms of like, yeah, it's good, but I, I think that. They're just very two 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 different two different groups in terms of. It's okay, we all got to get back in the bus. <laughs> yo, but yo, uh, <laughs> on the on the love topic, right? You know, because we what all the, like, in, the, the love topic topic for the songs, right? When we're saying like you know for for the Valentine's Day themed kind of thing, we already spoke about like you know duets and you know love songs. Um, but let's talk about you know because I I shut it down earlier. Flip, tell me. You, you two can break up soon. Like some people just thought sometimes they wait for Valentine's to break up. So like, what would you say would be like the top three breakup songs? Mm, start yeah. with me. Um, well, Deborah Cox, We Can't Be Friends had me crying when I first heard it. Um, but they're not breaking up in that song. They actually realized that they should stay together. Well, they didn't stay together, but I can't. I mean, well, well, one of my favorite is "Pleasure and Pain" by One Twelve. That's one of my favorites. That's a classic, I think. Personally, that's a good one. Silk, if you didn't mean it. Ooh, that's a classic. That's a good one. That's a good one. And um, that song is just so heavily emotional. Oh man, he killed that. You should learn that. What? That song, bro. That song. That's a, Ooh, that song is dope. That song is dope. Yeah. Um, you got another one? Damn, that was a heavy hitter. Um, that that song wasn't a single, so that's like a singer singer song. You had to be a fan of the album to catch that one. Yeah. I don't know if it's considered a breakup song, but um, I I love Kelly Price version of Morning. Oh yes, yes, yes. I mean, it is it is kind of a breakup song, but it's like, like I right, we did what we did, and we, we're gonna call it. I know I'm probably not gonna see you again, but like I'm feeling you. That's that's basically the gist of that song. And that's a good one, too. Kelly Price did that song. She definitely did that song. He did. I got I got one, and I got to think about the others. But I, the first one I'm thinking about is... I'm doing just fine Getting along Getting well Without Ooh. you in mind I don't need you in mind I'm doing just fine. Oh, 
Ah, made me yes. stronger. You're no mm. longer on my mind. Yeah, that, that's a that's that's mine. Flip, you got you got one? I got to think about some other. Ones. Well, Cap says so damn many. Did he say end of the road? No. That's no, a that's a classic. That's okay. That might that might be the biggest breakup song like ever. That's what I do. I win battles. End of the road. You can't beat that. <laughs> you know what? I don't even got to say no more. One knockout. Okay. <laughs> <Not much. laughs> I ain't got to say no more. Yo, I see what this is now. I got to dig it in crazy. You drop the mic sign in there, uh, Left. Damn. <laughs> yeah, End of the Road is probably the, the, the biggest. Like, what? Did that song, Alongo Diamond? Probably multiple times. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me hit you with a one, two. Not going to cry. Mary J. Blige. Bing, bing. Ooh, ooh. Bing, bing. That's, 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 that's the funny one because that's the one that, that that's the woman's anthem. I never forget the song. Um, that's the moment where Cedric the Entertainer was joking about her her pronunciation, like only Mary J. can get away with it. She was like, I was your lover and your sucker turn. He was like, what's a sucker turn? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's a good one too but that's a good one too yeah, that's a de- definitely a, a, a one two but yeah the mic drop is definitely end of the road and yeah end of the road is, is, the road. is probably the biggest just just in terms of like popularity and, and, and record <clears throat> yeah and record sales like i don't i don't know see that's like it's one of those joints that just disrupts your whole thinking process had everybody crying and ain't nobody yeah. got it yeah, can you think of any? Can, can, can you face. think of, of of one cup to top that one? Uh, yeah, to like like top boys to men. I mean, that's a million. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of your listeners right now are screaming like twenty different songs. But we're talking about like the mic drop that Flip just just dropped just now. Like, how do you top? Oh man, a you got a song like that. I mean, I mean, a dope breakup song because you gotta go heavy hitter. Is Whitney Houston? Then we have. Then we almost have it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like. I like that one. Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying. That was a classic. I mean, another classic. That I mean, just a. It's, it's just. A, it's a black. It's a black anthem. Is Earth Wind and Fire after the love is born? That's that's another black classic. It doesn't. That doesn't hit the scene as as, as into the road. I don't know. I think I think Flip might have just shut down the. the this episode with that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, those, those are the honorable mentions, yeah. man. It's end of the road, B. That, 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 that song, I saw it was stayed on the record for like dizzy. five years. Let him gather himself real quick. Let him. <laughs> Yo, I'm just. <laughs> let him get man. Come on now, man. Let him, let him rock. Yeah, yeah, if, any, if any of y'all, hey, uh, we're going we're gonna to wind this one down. Um, but um, if any of y'all think about so many you know, good examples of songs, hit us up. Um, you know, hit us up on social media. You can find us on on uh you your favorite podcast yeah, yeah. we're gonna find out where we're gonna be throwing the podcast at but um you know you, you can find us we're gonna be channel vlr everywhere but it's all one word channel vlr or channel underscore vlr um, and also you can find us on instagram uh send us messages there uh guys want to hit them with your 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 um your handles for instagram so if you want to reach out to you send any messages or whatever yeah you can find me at levi underscore organic you know, let me know what y'all think of the show. If y'all got any ideas y'all could share, or even, you know, some points that y'all wanted to mention along the lines of what we were saying. You know, just drop me a line. Yeah, so some some songs that, that you think are, are, are good or better, 
We can, we can, as singers, we can go on with this forever. So many different songs and night and 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 things that you can go back and forth about which one was better or not. Um, Starks. Oh man, listen, she's out of my life by Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> you can meet me. <laughs> He's like, my nose a little bit. Yeah, I'm not he, 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 he's still thinking uh, about like I gotta come up with a better my drop. Yo, he gonna start the next episode with, one of with like twenty of them. Yeah, <laughs> oh, twenty of them. <laughs> nah, but you can reach me at marathon underscore dollar. The word marathon underscore the word dollar. Please hit me up. Drop a line. Let's debate. What's your favorite R and B song? Favorite group? Favorite singer? Favorite vocalist? Whatever. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And we, um, the, you know, the uh, the podcast is going to be coming back uh, more often um, now that now that I'm settled in. Um, last last time we had a, a an episode, we were um, I was in the middle of, of, of moving. I'm in a different state right now, um, so now that things are settled and calm. I'm able to um, you know do a whole lot more videos. So expect some more content from us. Um, um, Flip and Kev are in the New York area, so hit them up at their handles. Send them a message if you want to um, chat, talk. Uh, any of you new singers up and coming that would like to talk to us and talk about singing or would like to highlight some of your work, just hit us up. Um, uh, for me as well, uh, I'm, I'm under um, Lefty on, under the channel, uh, Channel VLR. And um, and I'm in the Los Angeles area. So if any of y'all, your endless amount of singers out here in LA and want to chat it up with me, give me a, give me a, a send me a message, a direct message. I'm, the, I'm for Lefty, the number four, L-E-F-T-Y on Twitter. And I am uh, a lefty at Channel VLR, or just Channel VLR, uh, and and, uh, and you find us in in, in Instagram. All right, um, so I'm I'm gonna stop it here. Um, we'll, we'll catch y'all the next one. Peace out, y'all. One.